0: That sound either sounds inviting, and you're excited, or it sends fear into your heart. Well, if you fear hospitality, you don't have to anymore. We're going to talk about it today on Grace and Peace Radio. Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio, with your hosts, Anthony and Amy Russo. Grace and Peace Radio is a weekly Christian podcast where, together we'll discuss how we can apply God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show.
1: Hello. Hello there. How are you? Doing very well. Good. On this cold, rainy afternoon. It is a cold, rainy afternoon. Yeah. I mean, not complaining because it's frigid where our family is, so I'm... I'm not not gonna complain, but it's a rather gloomy day outside. Yeah, a gloomy, <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh,
0: yeah, someone had said re- a couple of years ago. I read something about how when we complain about the weather,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're really grumbling against God's providence.
1: That is true. Yeah, you had told me that, and I was like, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So ever since then, I try to. Not complain about the weather. Mm-hmm. That was after
1: we left Louisville, right? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was in full complaining mode when I lived up there. I, I did not know any better. Nope. Uh, you have since been sanctified. Phew. And got out of Dodge. <laughs>
0: yeah. That is true. Sorry, if you're listening in Louisville, I'm sorry. I yeah. just don't like the weather there. And for those of you who don't know the story, we lived there for four years and after the winter where in January it was zero degrees mm-hmm. and then with the wind chill, minus zero, like mm-hmm. 14 below yeah, or something f- like that. Yeah, minus
1: 16, minus <clears throat> 14, something or no, like that.
0: Was it that or it was 14 above and then with the wind chill it was zero, something oh, like that. Some
1: It was cold. It was around
0: <laughs> zero yeah. and for about two weeks straight mm-hmm. and eventually... I told Amy, because we had met and married in Florida and everything, I said, I love you, but I'm moving back south and I would love for you to come with me. And I was only partly kidding.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You were only partly kidding for sure.
0: So, I mean, no, I wasn't really going to leave Amy. Uh, I wasn't going to leave her in Louisville, but I was definitely Definitely Get done a, with the cold. Yeah. When our kitchen was 59 degrees one mm-hmm. one morning, I was like, I'm done.
1: Mm-hmm. Nope. You were right on that one. So. You were anyway. right. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't resist. Wow.
0: <laughs> all coming out.
1: Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. As you were tell, telling that story, I thought, oh, this is great. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow's Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh so yeah so happy valentine's day Uh, (laughs) today we're not going to be talking about valentine's day no of course by the time this drops on monday it'll be the 15th Mm -hmm. but we want to talk about hospitality yes and amy this topic was actually your idea Mm -hmm. and even the title of the show was your idea so let me start with a question Amy, why did you want to talk about hospitality, and why did you want the title of the show to be, Don't Be Afraid of Hospitality? Because
1: I used to be afraid of hospitality. When we started on this ministry journey 10 years ago, thereabouts, I knew that there was going to be more interacting with people and having people in our home and, uh, just doing those kinds of hospitality things, and I used to dread it. Um, for those of you who know me, or those you don't who don't know me, I'm not big in the cooking area. Uh, I can cook. I can figure out recipes. I know how to cook. It's just not my thing. It's it's not my love. Not my passion. I have this set repertoire of of uh, meals that I make, although I am venturing out a little bit more in 2021, but... And doing a great job of it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just not something that, you know, I get really excited about. I've got friends who love to cook and can't wait to explore a new recipe or just try to throw things together. That ain't me. Right. So... That's what I thought hospitality was about.
0: Okay. By the way, I I did I wanted to also start with a disclaimer about this episode, and I forgot to include it, so I'm including it here. Okay. Just a little disclaimer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything we're talking about with hospitality mm-hmm. is has nothing to do with COVID. So.
1: Oh, good grief! No. If you're
0: hearing this and you're. If you're particularly sensitive about COVID stuff, and you hear us talking about having people over, and you're offended and everything, just know that we're talking generally about hospitality. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm not even going there. I'm just letting you know we're not (laughs) even talking about. I'm glad you
1: thought about that.
0: You know, just pretend that this is normal. Anytime before uh, March 13th, 2020. Mm -hmm. So we tried something a little different in that we. We didn't bring any of our notes to each other. We no. didn't put our notes together and say, "Well, here's what we're going to talk about and everything." You said, "Do you want to see my notes, or do you want it to be spontaneous?" I said, "I want it to be spontaneous." Mm-hmm. In fact, I want it to be so spontaneous that I combust.
1: So, let us spontaneously combust, combust
0: in hospitality.
1: <laughs> so, what you got? What's
0: uh, what's one of your thoughts?
1: Well, one of them is one of the reasons that I I dreaded hospitality, and I think we'll get into what really a definition of hospitality is as I'm thinking about this, but I didn't grow up with it. You know, Ma is the first one to tell you that we we didn't have people over to the house. We didn't do dinners with, with neighbors or even family. Of course, most of our family wasn't particularly close by. It wasn't her thing either. Cooking was not her thing. Cooking was something that she needed to do to keep two children alive and a husband going. And so it just wasn't her thing. So I guess because I didn't grow up with it, and even really for most of my, well, my adult life until you and I got together, really. Well, you
0: mentioned the idea of a definition of hospitality. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Funnily enough, yes. what do I have for you? A definition of hospitality.
1: I knew I could count on you.
0: Thank you. The Greek word for hospitality is philo Okay. And philo may sound familiar like Philadelphia or what ah. have you. It's love. And it means, the word means. Loving strangers or loving guests. Oh, okay. So I
1: actually did not know that.
0: Well, I didn't either until mm. I researched this. So, uh, but yeah, that's what the word means. There are a few places it's ex- explicitly or specifically mentioned in the scriptures, mm-hmm. and I can run through a list of those. I- I'll give you the list. We're not going to talk about each one. In Romans twelve thirteen. Then later, Romans 1623. Interestingly, there Gaius is commended for his hospitality. Keep that name in mind for a minute. Later on, it goes to First Timothy three two, where we see it's a requirement for an elder. Mm-hmm. And first Timothy five ten, when Timothy is talking about the widows that are being put on the rolls. Right. One of the criteria for a widow to be put on the care role mm-hmm. is that she had to have been known for her hospitality, hospitality. so mm-hmm. there's that Titus one eight again reaffirming that it's a requirement for an elder hebrews thirteen two the writer of Hebrews talks about mm-hmm. entertaining angels or showing hospitality to angels unaware mm-hmm. 1 Peter 4 9 says, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. So a little insight there with how it's to be done. And then 3 John in verse 8, again, talks about showing hospitality to others. And interestingly, 3 John is written to Gaius. Now, yes. now I'm not sure, I, I didn't study this, I, I don't know if it's the exact same Gaius that Paul references at the end of Romans. But interesting
1: that the two came together. Right, and that that
0: hospitality is mentioned. Mm -hmm. So there's that. So hospitality is loving strangers or loving guests.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So there's there's a definition in some verses, but. Here's one of the things I got to thinking about. Mm-hmm. Think about all of the places where hospitality is mentioned in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Now, as I started to do that, what I came up with was there's a whole theology of hospitality.
1: I could see that.
0: Okay, we we talk about you know your theology of God, who who is God, mm-hmm. and so on. We talk about. Mm-hmm. Th- Theology of suffering. And so there a fascinating, I came up with a theology of hospitality. Here's what I mean by this. This is really cool. I, I, I really got pretty excited once I started oh, this piecing this together. Think about the first example of hospitality in the Bible. Here we go. Ready? I was
1: going to say I'm thinking Abraham, but it's got to be before that.
0: How about the Garden of Eden? Yes. How about creation? Hospitality on earth began at creation. The Lord modeled hospitality for us when He created the garden and put man in the center of it, and told him, "You can eat of anything in the garden,
1: except ah. this tree."
0: Mm-hmm. Of the welcoming, of right? Mm-hmm. So God
1: welcoming, loving,
0: the Lord shows His gracious love and care. By creating a world that has not only what we biologically require for life, mm-hmm. but it's also rich, it's abundant with blessings, with treats, with treasures for us. Yes. That the Lord is, has shown hospitality to us in this. The same Lord who biologically gave us air to breathe and an mm-hmm. immune system and all of those things that we require for life gave us sweet bananas. Oranges, orange Mm -hmm. juice, eggs, and I know I'm talking specifically about food, but all of these things, flowers, all these things that that make up, that go into hospitality. Mm -hmm. The Lord even shows hospitality, even to the wicked, when the Bible talks about how God sends rain on the just and the unjust. Right. And I know that's not the primary purpose of these verses, but the more I started thinking about hospitality in general
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it all kind of clicked and think about even how david employed hospitality in as a metaphor in psalm 23 when he said the lord prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies Mm -hmm.
1: that's cool yeah that's
0: true yeah yeah but wait there's more (laughs) i had no doubt you'll also receive the Lord encourages us to show hospitality to strangers. We've talked about some of those verses. And, you know, since I'm studying the Gospel of John mm-hmm. in this semester, right. I'm making a point of, I, I put my 90-day Bible reading plan aside. Mm-hmm. You, for those of you who listened to the New Year's episode talking about...
1: different. Reading things. plans and right. thoughts and
0: on that. I put that aside because I wanted to, this semester, I'm only reading the Gospel of John. Mm-hmm. Every week I try to read through it. I've done it for five weeks. I'm going to do it for ten more. So I'm very much in John's Gospel. And now because of that, I see much of Jesus' earthly ministry involved hospitality. Eating and drinking, quote-unquote, with sinners. Mm-hmm. His first miracle was a miracle mm-hmm. of hospitality, of making sure there was enough Wine. Wine. He fed two groups of
1: tens of thousands
0: of people. Mm -hmm. He spoke parables that involved weddings and feasts. Even the parable of the sheep and the goats speaks about hospitality. Those who fed or didn't feed the hungry and gave them drink. That is true. So there's a lot to be Mm -hmm. said about hospitality. That's some good points. I was overwhelmed, honestly, as I thought about hospitality and what the Bible says about it. Because the last night of Jesus's earthly life, when he had some of the most important things to say to his disciples, Mm -hmm. when they finally said, oh, now you're speaking clearly. Now, Now we understand. The last night when he even says a new commandment I give you, the very last night he's with them, he gives them a new commandment which is to love one another. Mm-hmm. All of this he did in the context of hosting a meal That's right for them
1: and washing their feet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, was, I was thinking about the washing their feet as that was a key piece of hospitality mm-hmm. in that time.
0: And what else did he say during that time together? He told them he was going away to prepare a place for them. That's true. And he would come back one day to bring them there. And again, Mm -hmm. hospitality. And one day we know there will be a feast, the marriage Mm -hmm. supper of the Lamb. Yes. Just a couple more. The Lord also gave mankind gifts to show hospitality to others. And we've talked about this a little bit already. We can cook delicious foods, make our, you know, one of the things we'll get to, we'll talk about making our homes restful and inviting Mm -hmm. host events. And so hospitality is, it's a form of good works. It's a way to show love, just like the word means loving strangers or loving guests. It's a way to show that we love God because we're obeying his commands Mm -hmm. for hospitality. And it's a way to show others that we love them. Through the hospitality. Exactly. So the more we look for hospitality in the scriptures, the more we find it. And I actually have a few more examples that maybe we'll, we'll get to. But okay. you tell me something else that you came up with.
1: Well, one thing that I, I was thinking about, in May, I didn't actually write this down, but I was thinking about it as you were talking, to try to. That helped put me at ease is the idea there is a difference between entertaining and hospitality. I don't necessarily entertain. Um, actually, entertaining is kind of a joke between my mom and I. Uh, when we talk about, you know, we see model homes and that. And, you know, the like, home shows. Yes, yeah, the home shows. And he said, perfect for entertaining. Well, even, yeah, the perfect HGTV. For entertaining. Perfect for entertaining. And we just look at each other and laugh. But, But the reason getting that difference helped put me at ease is the idea that hospitality has to do with making people feel at home, feel comfortable, feel loved, as you were saying, but feeling comfortable in your home. Uh, That's the more important part than, you know, even feeding them, I mean, that goes with territory whether it's a meal whether it's dessert whether it's you know, just coffee or tea uh you know it's it really is just making them making them feel uh at home mm-hmm. and loved mm-hmm. and
0: it's interesting that you you also brought up this idea of entertainment one of the Resources I I read online, this is from the International Standard Bible Encyclopedia. I got this from Bible Hub.
1: Oh, okay.
0: There's a quote. The quote-unquote hospitality of today, by which is meant the entertainment of friends or relatives, hardly comes within the biblical use of the term as denoting a special virtue. So there's a hmm. big difference between the hospitality that we show today as far as just entertaining right. and really what biblical hospitality meant even then in right. those days and right. what it means you know, when we're supposed to talk about biblical mm-hmm. hospitality. So I thought that was interesting because hospitality is not simply entertainment. You know, in our day, I think hospitality is the, the it's not just the, the physical. I mean, it's, you know, the space, the food, the drink, the entertainment. That's, that's what we, we think of when we think of hospitality. Mm-hmm. But also, what should set Christian hospitality apart, and you, you touched on this, is it is that idea of really trying to make someone feel at home. But then also in a spiritual sense, too, it's a specific ministry to the soul
1: of the guests. Mm -hmm. And I think what is key to that is really allowing them a level of comfort that they can truly be. They can just be who they are, that they're comfortable enough in your home that they know that they'll be listened to and accepted. Right, right. Right. And that kind of thing. Yeah. And then,
0: but but what I'm saying is that in the truest sense of a Christian, Christianized hospitality, Mm -hmm. it is that, which is, I think of as on an emotional level.
1: Okay. But then also
0: there's a spiritual level where Christian hospitality aims to minister to the to the soul of the person are they leaving feeling blessed loved made wiser inspired encouraged, encouraged. Okay. burdens mm-hmm. lifted um encouraged to know the lord better you know is their heart lightened
1: right mhm yeah that's very important yeah cuz we know times when that has happened for us mhm right
0: The more, and this goes back again to this idea of a theology of hospitality. Like I said, the more we look for hospitality in the scriptures, the more we find it. You know, again, we think of the Lord being anointed Mm -hmm. and so on. Paul telling Philemon, save save me a room. Right. Mm -hmm. Verse 22 there in Philemon. And... And just today I saw, speaking of Philemon, that in verse two, when Paul sends his greetings, he greets Philemon and and others and the church
1: in that meets in your home. Right, that was a whole first century church. So church was
0: yeah, in so, the home. So Philemon mm-hmm. is also commended for his hospitality. That is true. That the church met in his home, mm-hmm. and I had overlooked that. Also, this goes back to this idea of Christianized hospitality. And again, in Philemon, verse seven, for for I have had great joy and comfort in your love because of the hearts because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother. Yes, and I think that's really. Mm-hmm. the the crux of
1: the issue here. I agree. You
0: absolutely. Know, Christian hospitality aims to refresh the the heart
1: mm-hmm.
0: of the saint. Yes. And obviously for someone who doesn't know the Lord it's this Christian hospitality where they can come in and go, wow, this is different. Yes, absolutely. We didn't do all the things I usually do with my non-Christian friends. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of different yeah, these people are so happy. Mm-hmm. Whatever the
1: case Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash graceandpeaceradio. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, And Jesus changed my life.